Alex with my co-host Doug and we're here to uh, discuss a few things. We have some coffee in hand. Life is good. Life is happy. Um, I mean, the, Doug weather, here, the weather's cool. The weather is cool and we're not talking like Fonzie A cool. <laughs> we are talking the kind of cool where it's shrink, dink, and raisin bag cool. It's been cold. It's been windy. It's been blustery. What have you done in this time? Tried to stay dry. Uh, we've had the rain off and on. As you know, in the course, it's been pretty wet. There's some that rain better than others. Niagara National, where we play, it's not going to open until May 1st. And they were hoping for April 15th. Um, a friend of ours, Scott, was out there a couple days ago and just checking out the course and that. And he says it looks great. Really, really nice. But he said it's so hot. Yeah, and that's the problem uh, with a lot of the golf courses in this area. Uh, and when we say this area, we're referring to that of Niagara, Ontario, where a lot of the golf courses, unfortunately, they're all built on clay. Clay. You know, it's all it's all clay. You will know, it be clay? Yeah, will it be clay? I mean, while clay is great for making pottery, I don't even know if this, this kind of clay is good for pottery, but... It's not good for golf courses, and it's not good for drainage. And good for stock car racing. Well, yeah, and you would know about that because oh. you've done a little bit of racing or yeah. racing in your family. So, I mean, you know all about that. Yeah. You yeah. know, so, you know, it, it, it's not good for the golf courses, um, especially older courses that have improper drainage. Yeah. Uh, that, that's, that's always a problem. Other than a few areas where we have, you know, Niagara's known for its grapes, its vineyards, and its tender fruits, peaches, nectarines, that sort of stuff. Um, that soil is actually really good. You know, it's, it's sandy, and the golf courses out those way, or out that way, they do okay with the drainage. Yeah, well, down there, as I think I mentioned this to you before, Old Highway 8 uh, runs along. It runs perpendicular to the Niagara River, and that is the old Lake Ontario shoreline. So all of that is silt and sand that runs down from Highway 8 almost all the way, well, all the way to Niagara-on-the-Lake. There's your, there's your sand, there's your drainage, there's your grapes, your deciduous trees, which they had the peaches and the cherry trees down there, and the peaches have now almost all been taken out and grapes put in because there's more of a market for wine <laughs> than there is with grapes or peaches, so... I mean, you know, my wife and I, we actually had a goal at one point to have, you know, a bottle of wine from each vineyard in the area. Oh, absolutely impossible. And now you factor in all the craft breweries and and now there's there's new distilleries uh, opening everywhere, including uh, Bent Propeller, I think it was called, mm -hmm. um, out at the airport, which, you know, can handle some aircraft uh, coming in for from overseas or from the States and that. I mean, it, it's just crazy what the Niagara region has turned into when it comes to wine and spirits. Well, there is going to be another distillery out at uh, the Niagara Airport. They're building uh, on-site. Uh, it's going to be called Bent Prop Distillery. Oh, that's the name of that's, that's what I'm referring to, actually. That's Bent Prop. That's the propeller. Bent Prop. Right. That sounds better. Yeah. Yeah, sounds way better. Yeah. So And uh, it, it sounds like they're going to extend the runway 800 feet which is going to allow, you know, bigger jets to come in. So they're, uh, they're really looking forward to getting that off the ground. And 
getting things rolling. So we all, when that's up and running, we'll have to take a run out there and see what's going on. You know, there's nothing wrong with having a test flight, so to speak, you know, a Absolutely. test flight of, of, uh, of some spirits, you know, I don't mind a nice gin or, you know, bourbon or, or a whiskey. Speaking of that, I have a very small bottle, a sample bottle from Bent Prop Distillery. They did uh, maple syrup with bourbon in it. And that stuff is awesome. Smooth? Oh, oh. You know what? You can't get enough pancakes. <laughs> pancakes. Ooh, I like pancakes. I do too. Hey, and I uh, do too. pancakes. Didn't Pancake Tuesday just pass us? Pancake Tuesday. Yeah, isn't that what it's called? Yeah. For Easter? Well, Is that what it's called? Well, pancake no. It's What's not, it called? No, Pancake Tuesday. I thought that was like a, a holiday. Like yeah, a, it, a yeah. Thing. Yeah, it, it's called something else. What, what is it? Um, Shrove Tuesday? Shrove. <laughs> Shrove. That's another name for pancakes, I think. And yes, people, my my children, they did go to a Catholic high school and Catholic elementary school. And uh, I should have known that because I signed enough paperwork for Shrove Tuesday. Oh, boy. Yeah. So anyways, we talked a little bit about heritage here in Niagara yeah, with the wine and, and, you know, the moving of the, of the glaciers and lake shorelines getting changed. But speaking of heritage... The Heritage Classic was last week down in Harbortown, uh, down in lovely Hilton Head Island. And, boy, we talked about this guy last week on the podcast, Jordan Spieth. He was listening to our podcast. He must have been. I mean, if I mean, if I were him, I would have listened. we got to get him on the phone and talk to him about this. All right, Spieth, you heard it. <laughs> Your PR people are going to be getting a call. <laughs> I'll let Doug handle it, though. He's more of the... Um, I'm more suave with the phone. Yeah, and I just have, gen in general, bad grammar. I'm just bad. But anyways, no, it was great to see. Uh, <laughs> it was great to see Jordan uh, go out there and perform. I mean, it was it was sort of an interesting final round. How how it all came to be in that, and you know, went to a playoff with 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 Cantley, um, who in himself, I'm not a, I don't know. Like he's a good golfer. I just don't like Cantley. Like he just has no personality well like. you know what it's funny you brought that up because Cantley uh Kisner I have not seen them smile yet there's no there's no not a lot of emotion which is good in a way you know you can't let a lot of emotion get in the way of your game uh some guys do handle that a lot better than others uh, you know but I'm it's not I don't like them it's like watching paint dry yeah. Or, or dust settle on the mantle, you know. Um, it, I don't plain know. like plain blase, like just yeah. no. But then you have everyone that you know. There's a lot of haters out there of, of Jordan Spieth. I don't know why. Well, I think they think that you know his conversations with his caddy Michael Greller are a little bit over the top. The fact that he always talks to his golf ball or you know berates himself after a shot. Oh, Jordan, why did you do that? And you know, basically the theatrics. Personally, that reminds me of, well, me when I'm out on the golf course. I talk to myself all the time. Well, as you know, I got, I caddy for Michael Harris on, uh, for a tournament down here at Thundering Waters years ago on the Canadian Tour, the old Canadian Tour. And he won it. 
and he won the, the Order of Merit. He sealed it there. And caddying him for him for four days, he talked to that golf ball and himself almost every single shot. And it was an eye-opener for me because I'm looking at it. First, when he first did it on the very first hole, I'm like, what is this guy doing? You know, like, what did I get myself locked into here for four days? <laughs> and then after the third hole, I'm realizing I'm watching him, and it, it finally dawned on me. You know, the little light went on, and it was like, he's concentrating. The concentration over each shot was incredible. Incredible. And he talked to, he just reaffirmed in himself everything that he wanted to do when he walked up to that golf ball. So what kind of stuff, like, were you able to hear what he was saying? Every exactly? single word. Okay, so what's an example of what okay, he, he had to say? All right, he, well, he'd walk up to his golf ball, and he'd, he'd look, he'd check, you know, and he asked me, we'd check the yardage, and, you know, I'd say, what have you got? And he says, for example, I got 150. Now, what are you going to hit? Well, I'm going to hit a 9-iron, smooth 9. Okay, so he pulls out the 9-iron, gets his line, walks up to the ball, put the club down, Took a look at the hole. He looked at it and he went 150. Looked at the ball, got all set, and he goes 150. Perfect. Took the club back, through. It was perfect. Just like that. Just like that. Amazing. That's amazing. So it really made his focus. Uh, he knew exactly how to commit to the shot because he knew exactly what he needed and wanted and felt good about that shot. It confirmed in himself that he had the, he had the club for the 150 yards that he needed to put that ball next to the hole. Perfect. That, that's that's exactly what he said. Perfect. It's perfect. No second guessing. None. The only time I saw him walk away from a shot, he was he was off. It was number ten. He, was, he hit his tee shot right of the rough. He was in, just inside the tree line. And there were some rocks in there. Not a lot, but there were some. And his ball was right next to a rock. And he walked up and he pulled out a gap wedge. And he said, I'm just going to punch. He told me, he says, I'm going to punch this thing out right up next to the green and try to get up and down. Can't get it to the hole. Great. He walked up, he got all set, talked to himself again, got all set to take that club back, stopped, backed up, took the club, came over to me, put it in the bag, pulled out a different club, went back over, went through the whole thing again, did the shot, gave me the club, I cleaned it off, we're walking up the ball, and I said, why'd you change clubs? He said, I realized at the last second that that gap wedge is the only one I have here. I have an extra sand wedge in my hotel room. So if I damage that gap wedge on that rock, I haven't got another one to replace it next time I play for a while. Whereas the sand wedge, I do. Would you think of that? No, not for a second. No, me not, neither. You know what? I mean, no. for one, chances are me, of me having an extra wedge in the bag is probably... Nil. I mean, you caddied for me as well, and I mean, that was never a thought. You know, I yeah. mean, that's that's focus and that's commitment, and that's, you know, 
self-awareness, I guess, yeah. is the way to put it. Yeah. Uh, so this week, I can't remember where, the, where they're off to this week, the PGA Tour. Well, hang on. Let's get back to Spieth. Oh, yeah. Okay, let's, Spieth, let's get back You know what? He, he played incredible tee to green, and his putting was atrocious. Even by his own admission, it was awful. First time in 13 years that the worst putting exhibition in the tournament, that guy won the tournament. So what's that tell you about his ball striking? Well, it tells you that he was on. And he was listening to you and I. Of course. Absolutely you know, he was. Michael is overrated. Well, yeah. yeah guaranteed. <laughs> now we just got to get his putting straight, straightened out. So how do we straighten that out? Maybe we should get him to do the claw. Well, I don't should know. Should we but get the, do the claw? The claw. There was another reference to a, to a putting grip. And I can't remember what it was. It was something, it was something really weird that I've never heard of before. They they referenced it on really on like the paintbrush or oh I don't know what it was, the sticky finger. I don't know. <laughs> I, sticky finger. You're, you're I don't know what first. it is. I have no idea. You know what? Don't ask me. Do not ever ask me how to putt. You know my putting. I mean, I, it's better now. It's really good now, but. Back in the day, no. One of my putters, I have a bullseye for all, for all you out there that is in Lake Ontario. We played Niagara on the Lake golf course. <laughs> and um, I had an eight-footer, and I, ended, I putted, and I ended up, I had a ten-footer coming back, and this thing helicoptered out into Lake Ontario. Almost took my dad and my friend's head off going out there. And then... <laughs> I went. I ended up putting with my two iron coming in, and realized that I needed a blade putter. Well, technically, that two iron was a blade putter. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. So, uh, what green was that? That that throw? Five. Five. One, okay. Oh, yeah, at yeah. the very end. Yeah, I know the oh, one. That's right a, that, down that's where the cool where the course narrows. Yeah, yeah, I know the I know yeah. the hole. That's a cool hole there. Yeah, it's really nice. It's picturesque. Yeah. Um. The, the wind the wind comes off of Lake Ontario, and there's a tree along the right side of that fairway, and with the dam like what the tree has had happened to it because of the wind always battering it. It reminds you what you see along the uh, coast of South Carolina. Uh, Georgia, coastal Georgia, where the, the trees have that certain shape from just being wind battered all the time. It's that's a great hole, especially towards a, a sunset. Well, people don't awesome. know that people don't know this about that golf course. This is the oldest golf course in North America. Yep, uh, it goes back to the War of eighteen twelve uh, because uh, the initial fo- and actually uh, true story number eight. The way that number eight is is the only hole on the golf course with the original design. So that dates back to, I think, 1817 or, or something to that effect. Because, of course, it used to be a parade square yes. for the, the British soldiers that were there uh, fighting uh, for the right side of the river. Yeah. You know, when I say the right side, that's, uh, that's us Canadians, eh? Eh. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> Maple syrup and golf. Eh. <laughs> So the, so moving along now, yeah. Um, you know we have the LPGA. Uh, they have two events back to back in the state of California, and in particular LA uh, this week and next week. Last week out in Hawaii uh, at Hawkeye, I think I said that right, or Hokalai, or I don't know what the name of the course is or how to say it properly. 
Uh, but anyways, Ed Hockley. Ed Hockley. Who is Ed Hockley? Is I that don't right? know. He's a football He's a referee. Yeah. He's a referee in there football. They Ed named Hockley. an island after him. Hockley? Or a golf course. Hockley Valley. <laughs> Which is actually a golf course up towards Orangeville. But uh, yeah. anyways, nice resort from yeah. what I remember of it. Yeah, yeah it's okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, might be time to revisit that place. But uh, no, um, so uh, who did we have win last week? I think it was uh, um, Jin Hyo Kim or... I, I, I got, just got her name totally wrong. I almost should pull up the phone here. Um, you know, I mean, I watched a little bit of that action last week. And, you know, here we go again with the, with the LPGA. And I watched more of the LPGA last weekend than I did the PGA. Okay, did I get her name? Like, I know I screwed up her name. I just totally botched it. Huge, huge yeah. Joe, Kim. Joe Kim. Kim. Hugh, I never know how to say her, 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 her first name. Is it, It's not Hugh because it's H-Y-O. Hyo. So Hyo? Hyo. Ho. Hyo. Ho. Hyo. Hyo. Yeah. I'm not sure. I don't want to make a mess of this. Yeah. Considering that we already did, I think. Especially yeah, me. Yeah. So anyways, you know, it goes to show you that on the LPJ, anyone can win on any given week. Kim winning is no surprise. I mean, she's one of the best in the world. And it just seems like every week you're looking at a star-studded leaderboard on the LPJ. And I've said it before, and I'll say it again, the LPJ, they don't nearly get the credit that they deserve. No, not at all. No. Um, we talked about this before, didn't we? We, we put did. in order what, what, uh, you know, what we're going to watch first. You know, the LPGA, the Champions Tour, Corn Ferry, PGA. I would throw into the mix now college, collegiate golf. Where do you throw them in? I would throw them in third or fourth ahead of the PGA. I could, and oh, the reason absolutely. is, it's not that they're, the women are better. There is no better in my mind. They're all really, really good. It's, it comes down to what's relatable to my game. I don't hit the ball 400 yards. I don't hit it 350. I don't even hit it 300. There's no way. You know, I can't yeah. touch 270 anymore, you know. And, yes, granted, some of the women can hit at 300 when they want to. Yeah. Great conditions, whatever, lot, you know, roll out. But their game, I relate to their game around the green. I learned so much from their game around the green. And their game around the green is just phenomenal. Just phenomenal. And, I mean, I've had the pleasure of taking part in some of the press conferences for some of the earlier events, the Gamebridge and, uh, uh, you know, a couple other ones. And it was funny. They were heading into multiple weeks off, four weeks off. But everyone that you that you talk to or ask a question of what they're going to work on in that time, every one of them, yeah. it was always short game. They didn't care about the, about their, about the long game. They didn't care about driving the ball or... Or hitting shots from 150. No, they were all working on that aspect of the game. And we're talking, you know, recent winner, first-time winner, Leon McGuire, Brooke Henderson. Oh, boy, if only Brooke could, you know, start putting better. Because yeah. she's, like, pretty She's pretty low in strokes gained on the green. Yeah. You know, so, but every one of them, you know, uh, the list goes on and on. Of, of those who were on, Lydia Coe. 
uh, another one working on on sword game. Yeah, you know. So Brooke dropped out of that tournament. Yeah, she she withdrew she from Lotte. Ill. Yeah, yeah. Now, so hopefully is she okay. playing coming up? California. Uh, yeah, because I'll be taking part in that press conference later on today from LA. Oh, good. So she is scheduled to be in the field. Good. That's actually a pretty good lineup for the press conference too. Yeah. Uh, recent uh, recent winner uh, Jennifer Cupcho, who got her first major. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's she's going to be there uh, at uh, one o'clock Eastern or, or something to that effect. One thirty. Didn't she just get married? Jennifer Cupcho, did she? I thought she did. Oh, didn't she get married? I don't know. Well, Jennifer, if you got married recently, I don't congratulations. Know. I don't know. I thought ah. she did. Something that sounds familiar about that, but I, I, I don't know if she did. Or, well, or you didn't. might. We might want to research that, and if you do interview her, yeah, blah blah blah. Ask her, uh, you know, what the colors were for the wedding. Yeah, you know, all of that sort of thing. Bridesmaids. Bridesmaids. Yeah, it's all about the bridesmaids. Yeah, you yeah. know, wonder. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna have to look that up. I think. Yeah, because you you don't want to ask what the, the ushers were wearing. No, 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 no. no you that's wanna... a little weird. No, that that's yeah, odd. That's, yeah. yeah, that's odd. Yeah. So the one thing that I mean, golf Twitter. You know, oh, what? wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. We got to touch on something here. Oh, what, what, what? The LPGA. Uh huh. Their purses. Well, there's nothing we can do about it. It all comes down to media exposure. Yep. It comes down to advertising. Yep. The purses are getting larger. But they're not but even the disparity close. between the, the tours. Disgusting. It is. It really is. It's disgusting. For it's the appalling. quality of golf that the, these women are putting on yeah. week in and week out, they should be they they should be paid pretty darn close to what the men are being paid. Absolutely. But people want to see longer, you know, they want to see further, they want to see these big shots, yep. you know, and we're, 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 we can't change that. Yeah, people, you know, I mean, it's just like uh, anything else, you know, where people are drawn to, say, racing. You know what, are they truly there for the race or do they want to see that big wreck? You, you know, people go to, people are... People or human beings are are astounded by things that are big, you know. In the case of golf, big drives. People want to see Deschambeau or or someone like that just mashing bombs down well, the fairway. You know, let's talk about the racing first of all. The pinnacle racing is Formula One, and it's watched by literally billions of people around the world. Yeah, for all twenty some odd races of the year. I mean, they're glued to the set. They watch this thing devotely. Now, is that racing better than what we catch out here at Merrittville on the dirt or Humberstone on the dirt? No. No. Sometimes racing out here is, is better, meaning it's closer, it's more hotly contested, you know, there's yeah. more people, more drivers in the mix for the win. Formula One, there's two, maybe three. Yeah. For the last couple of years, there was two. Yeah, it was like Lewis Hamilton and uh, Verstappen. Yeah. Two. Do I want to watch that for three years? The whole series, three years. Yeah. 
to it, see this? It gets old. It gets boring. Oh, you know. Yeah. I mean, even though they are making turns to the left and turns to the right, you know, where everything's not just left-handed. Yeah, I personally, I want to see good racing. Me too. And you know what? Stock car racing is so cool too. Dirt track racing because there's all the action. You know, it's out. It's always going fast. Personally speaking, there's color, there's noise, there's speed, there's competition. You're getting covered in dirt up in the stands. I mean, you know what? If you want to be close to the action, you yeah. know, to, to bring it back to golf, you know what? I'll give give me the LPG any day of the week. Yeah. I mean, that's a great that's a great point that you make and a great analogy. Folks, we are going to move back to golf, but the number one uh, racing series right now in the world competitively is MotoGP motorcycles. Motorcycles. Watch it. It is unbelievable. That's the that's the biggest. Like that's the unbelievable. Really. MotoGP. Of course, that's mostly European based too, right? Around the world. Yep. Around really? the world. Huh. Fast. I do not know that, actually. Yep. These guys have faster speeds than Formula One. Top speeds. Or, as others call it, Formula Uh. Formula Uh. <laughs> Formula Uh. Back to golf. <laughs> no, the LPGA, I mean, come on. You know, great golf. Colorful women out there. You know, and there personalities. Are, I was just going to say that. If you go to an event, a PGA Tour event or an LP and LPGA event. The LPGA players are way more um, uh, open to like talking and that they they more almost, accessible. They're they're accessible. That's where I was looking for. Thank you. Um, you know where the guys are sort of kind of. I mean, you have some good guys out there like Spieth. I mean, he was all over the place after uh, the RBC, waiting to see if there was a playoff. He was out talking to the kids, saying. You know, I don't know what's going on right now. Don't know if there's going to be a playoff, but saw that I, I will, I will, yeah. I will come back. You know, and I will sign. And of course, two hours later, he did. He did. Yeah. You know, but if you go with other guys, they don't do that. They're not readily accessible. They aren't open to to greeting the fans. You know, they they might make a quick scribble, and you can't even tell what the signature is. Yeah. You know, you could have a pin flag with with twenty signatures, and you might make out four of them. Yeah. You know, but the but the women, they're just more accessible. I mean, that that's that's the word. I mean, the, the their personality shows. They're they, they they appreciate you being there. Yeah. You know, they they, they really do. I just I don't know. They're just more uh, uh, amicable. Yeah, right? and I don't think money would change them. If you swap the purses between the men and the women, I really don't think that the women would become the men. Okay, so I got a, now I got a question for you. Uh-oh. Um, I've, <laughs> I've written an article before in the past, but how would you feel? You know how we have silly season every year, that crappy, crappy, crappy time of the year between, say, November... December and then into January in the tournament of champions. Mm -hmm. How would you feel about um, LPG, LPGA commissioner Molly Marcuse Salmon getting together with uh, Tim Fincham and, or is it Jay Monahan? Either way, the, the PGA commissioner and getting a co sanctioned event. Let us see something different. Would, would you tune into that? No. You wouldn't, you wouldn't tune into a mixed event? No. 
Really? Doesn't interest me at all. A mixed event? No. Is it because of time of year or in general? General. Really? Yeah. Even if the exposure from the PGA Tour would be uh, good for the LPGA? It may be. I don't know why it would be. Hmm. Wow, that went in a totally different direction. I wasn't counting on that. Well, come on, you're putting, you're putting, we just talked about this. You're putting a player from the LPGA Tour. Yeah. So let's pick, you mentioned Lydia Ko. Let's bring Lydia Ko in and put her out there next to Dustin Johnson. Well. Okay. Okay. Um, who are they going to come and watch? Do you want to see Lydia hit a 260 or do you want to see Dustin Johnson hit a 350? That's a good point. Okay, I never, th I never really thought of it that way because... And then, well, wait a minute, then you get out to their ball. Do you want to see Lydia hitting a, a hybrid in from 190? Or do you want to see Dustin Johnson hitting an 8-iron in from 190? Oh, that's, you know what, that's a great, that's a good take. You know what, I just, I just look at it from the exposure. You know, that's how I've looked at it. Instead of uh, seeing another team event like we have this week... I just remember where the guys are. They're in New Orleans for the Zurich Classic. That's where they are. Um, you know, I, I just, I mean, it'd be cool to see something like that, you know, where the PGA would maybe give the LPGA a little bit more exposure and maybe, you know, that purse would be Well, I got a question for you, and I don't know the answer to this, and I should. What's the women's Canadian Open called? Oh, that's the uh, oh god, uh, the CP Women's Open, the CP Canadian Women's Open. Okay. Why is the U Men's U.S. Open called the U.S. Open? How come it's not called the the Seven Up U.S. U.S. Open? Or the Dr. Pepper U.S. Open? Or the Dr. Pepper U.S. Open? Why sell for one flavor when you get twenty three? What's the uh, what's the the Women's U.S. Open called? I think it's just the U.S. Women's Open. Is it? I think so. All right. What about what? What are their majors called? Okay. Okay. Well. Okay. Now you got me because the British or the Women's Open Championship. The Women's Open Championship is the Rico Women's Open Championship. So Why? you have a corporate sponsor. Why? There. It's always the U. The men. It's the Open. You know what? I don't have that answer for you. It's not the Nike or Reebok Open. Yeah. Like you know what? If it's a major, then make it a major. Name it as a major. Yeah, that's a that's a great point. You know, because even back when, okay, let's let's talk about what used to be the NA Inspiration, which is the first major of the year. Yeah, what the hell is that? Well, that was an airline. Uh, I think that was an Asian airline. Yeah. But now it's the Chevron Championship, so it's and that's oil, a oil major. company. That's a major. That's a major. Yeah, okay, so Which you get, a, but get, get, well, get, get a hold of Monaghan or whoever the hell it is down there, the PGA Tour, and tell them to rename the PGA Championship uh, Ben & Jerry's. Ben & Jerry's? I would say Ben & Jerry's that. Championship. Have you had Ben & Jerry's? That, no, sh shut up. Oh. That's our fourth, that's our, that's the fourth major, the Ben & Jerry's Open. The Ben & Jerry's Ben & Jerry's Championship. Well, sure as Come hell. on. Do you... Can, See where I'm going with this? Yeah, no, it, it's 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 all about the LPGA's missing the mark here, I think, on some stuff. But then again, you know what? The the sponsors gonna say, well, ho oh, oh, ho, wait a minute, 
we're pumping millions of dollars in here or whatever the heck it is, you know, yep. buck 95. We want our name out there. Not with the title. Sorry. Yeah. And if it is, it ain't coming first. It should be the, the Canadian Open sponsored by CP. Yeah, or presented by. Pre presented by. Yeah, I CP. agree. CP. You know, the Canadian Open what presented is, by the next T. What, yeah, yeah, absolutely. What is the ANA inspiration? Like, what is it? Uh, I believe it's an airline. No, no, no. With the tournament, what is it? Is it's, it's a major. What, which one? Uh, it's now the Chevron Championship. Yeah, you're not answering Which used to be the Craft Nabisco Dinosaur. Is, is it the U.S. Open, the British Open, the French Open? What is it? No, it's just the Chevron Championship. It should be like the LPGA <laughs> Championship presented by ANA Inspiration. Well, let's look at their fifth major. Because, of course, LPGA has yes. five established majors. Yeah. What's the fifth one? I don't know. The Evian. In France. In France. The water company. It should Bottled be water. the French Open, the fifth major sponsored by Evian. Correct. That's what it should be. Absolutely. Absolutely correct. I, I, I agree. Make them a major. Yeah. I mean, this is ridiculous. You know, it's almost like college football with all the bowl games. Well, if, you know what? If Yeah, you're right. If Evian pulled out over there... And um, Pierre's, Pierre's croissants walked in and said, we want to sponsor this. Well, now it's Pierre's croissants championship. Well, what is it? Is yeah. it well, it, it's, it, it, it's, well, it's, it's, a, it's a championship. It's a championship. <laughs> Come on. Just like the... Um, Make it a major. The Niagara National Local Yoko. Pizzeria Championship. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's just a. It just sounds like another event, basically. Is is that's the point? Yeah, it's it just another, sounds like it's another, another event. tournament. It's just another tournament. Yeah, and I think it's it's a shame that. Can for, you can oh. you see can you see Augusta? Oh, what would be the great? Do, the Domino's the Domino's Masters? No, see, I already okay. Here I made go. I made a shirt. I made a shirt. The Pimento Cheese Invitational. <laughs> Yeah. Now, you know what? Yeah, presented by Cracker Barrel. Oh. Or no, no, Waffle House. Presented by Waffle House. So, oh. and uh, my crack researcher here just brought up the majors. Yeah. And, um, okay, so to answer the question, first we have the Chevron Championship. For the, These are the majors, of course. Yeah. Then you have the U.S. Women's Open. Yeah. Then you have the Women's PGA Championship. Then you have the Evian mm, Water Championship, and they have the Women's British Open. So at some point they dropped the the Rico. I was unaware of that. Yeah. And thank you to Crystal, my crack researcher here, for helping helping me out with thank that. Thank you, Crystal. Who is more than a pretty face? Absolutely. And a big brain. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, she is. So, uh, so. And, and you know what? Um, paid disparity here. She should be paid more than us. She is. For what she does, she should be paid more than us. Yeah, she should be. Yeah. Will well, she be? Well, well that's she's in under the next utilized. contract discussion. Well, you know what, though? The only way that we're going to be able to afford her is if we set up a GoFundMe. True. 
you know, get some donations sent in for uh, yeah. for our researcher. All right. Our research staff. Yes. You know, yeah. that's just uh, yeah. that's just, just how it is. Okay, Robert Garrigus. Oh, where, where do I know that name from? The needle mover, Robert Garrigan. <laughs> He's won before. He is going. He is a winner. Well, as far as we know, he's going. He's going to the LFE, right? Yep, going to Saudi. If he gets, uh, well, I don't, I don't want to say if. He has applied for a release from the PGA Tour, which in my, my opinion, my opinion only right now, is that he's looking to that as a guarantee that he would be able to come back to the PGA Tour at some point if it doesn't work out over there. Um, you just don't want to up and leave. You have to look out for yourself. And, yeah, as we discussed before we came on here, it, the PGA Tour would be crazy, absolutely nuts, to not give these guys a chance to come back. You know, let, let them go. I can't see that working out over there. No, um, I really can't. Well, let, let's let's talk about opposite leagues or rival leagues, and you can't even say rival in these cases. How did it work out for the newly emerged USFL? Whether we're talking about back in the eighties, or there was USFL, the XFL. Yep, which is also trying a reboot. Yeah, under the Rock. Yeah, the Rock is leading the way there, Dwayne Johnson. It it's just not. They'll have their niche, you know. People just want to see football, yeah. you know. And but to um, to move the the NFL out of prime slots, no, it's never going to happen. No, I mean, never. and how that ties into what we're talking about. I mean, it's going to be a novelty, if if anything. And how long do, do novelties last? A year. Maybe. Maybe two years. Yeah. Give two seasons. I mean it's not like they have a full schedule. It's not like they're they have a they have fifty events on that on that no. well, they circuit. Have 20, how many they they don't have many. They've got a couple in Was the states. Was it ten? Is it ten? Like, that, yeah. like ten or fifteen? Yeah. Yeah, a couple in the States. Um, and there's team events. Which is a different twist. Well I guess. Well. Depends on what the format is. Yeah. Yeah. It all depends on the format. Yeah. They're certainly throwing money around. Well, thinking, well, I mean, thinking that money is going to draw all these guys over there. I mean, <laughs> tell me a PGA player that doesn't have enough money now. Well, no, exactly. I mean, plus these guys go and invest, you know, on top of their earnings. and uh, Yeah. You know, I'm sure there's... Yeah, he's just top just top fifty million. Yeah, his career. There's he's the, in his twenties. None of these guys are are uh, starving by any means. No, none of them. No, you know. So, I mean, go chase money. I I, I guess. And I mean, I'm not going to lie. If I had the opportunity to go over to Saudi Arabia and play golf, you'd think about it. I'd go. You'd go. Current Alex would go. But you're not. You're not a Dustin Johnson or no. a Spieth or, nope. you know. Um, I'm closer to Fuzzy Zeller. Yeah. Oh, no, I shouldn't go there. I should not go there with Fuzzy Zeller. You're not a Shoffley. Yeah, no, I'm not. You're no. not a Morikawa. Yeah. Would they go? 
with the chance of not coming back to the PGA Tour right now? No chance in hell. But if they do go and they stay there a year, there's four majors they miss. Yeah. Because they wouldn't be allowed in. Yeah, see, like it, I don't know, I, I still think Norman and this and this uh, live investments or live investments, the, the Saudi-backed people, I, I just think that they just have a crack legal team they got to have, and, and there's got to be some sort of relief valve for the guys that are going over. Somehow it's going to work because, I mean, they're not unionized. They're all freelancers. So, how, like, how do you close the door on them? I'll, like would it, like would this be up to the individual committee for each event? Like say say they came back, would they be able to apply through the through the tournament committee of each individual event? Like is that like a nuclear option? I don't know. See, well, I'm not the the PGA to get onto the PGA tour. You know yourself. You have to qualify. Correct. You have to be good enough to get on. Correct. It's just that you just don't walk up to on a Tuesday and sign your name on the sheet <laughs> or drop a ball in the ball rack, you know, and go and play. Yeah. Um, so are they independent contractors? Yeah. But you're coming to a so-called industry, a company that... Not for profit. Not for profit. Well, <laughs> yeah. Not for profit. <laughs> Not, I can't even say it now. Not for profit. That you you have to you have to have merit to get on that tour, right? You have to earn, you have to play your way onto it. Not only that, you have to play good, well enough to stay on it. <laughs> and we're finding out now with Ricky Fowler that uh, you know it's not that easy to stay on there. Right. So are they? Are they independent contractors in the in? Well, yeah, they are. But uh, you just you just can't say, well, I'm going to go over there and play on you know with the, on the Saudi tour with you know under Greg Norman, and I'm going to see what it's like. I'm going to make several million dollars, and then I'm just going to come back here and play on the PGA tour because I'm exempt for the next year because I won the whatever Open, right? Right. So. Can can the PGA keep them out? Uh, I don't know. Well, I mean, it, it, technically, it's a membership, I guess, right? So I it mean, is. Can we but, just well, go waltzing over to Cherry Hill and <laughs> go go step on the first that's team different. And play? That's different. <laughs> it is a membership. It is yes, it is a membership. But when you leave and go somewhere else. To a rival, yeah. a rival league. It's like, all right, let me let me just run this by. I'm working for IBM, and I sign a contract. I have a contract here with IBM. Right. Right. For two years. Let's cor let's correlate this with I, I have a two year exemption on the PGA tour. Okay. Okay. So I have a contract for two years with IBM, and all of a sudden, um, Microsoft says, "Well, you know what? Come on over here for a year, and we'll pay you like millions to come over here." Oh, 
okay, I'll go and work over there for a year, but I've got a contract with IBM, so if that doesn't work out after I make my millage, I'll just come back to IBM. Yeah, it doesn't work like that in the real world. No, it does <laughs> it, it not. Does. So it, is, does it work the same way with the PGA Tour? They have to look out for their own, their own interests. Their own interests. You know what? I wonder what would happen if they say, okay, if you're, if they used the official world golf rankings mm -hmm. as a barometer for this of who can go over and who can't. Like, say, you know, how many guys are in, in an average field every week? It's like, what, 120? Yeah. Whatever the case is. Yeah. So, you know... What if you allowed guys that are, say, ranked 150 and lower, you know what? <laughs> Have at her. See you later. Have a good time. Enjoy Riyadh. Boy, I don't, I, oh, I don't know. Now you're opening up another can, can of worms. Uh, exactly. I mean, there's, there, there's just so many unknowns and so many variables in this whole thing that it's just... You know, we're not going to really know until it actually happens. No. How this is all going to... Yeah. unfold and, and and work out. And you know what, with Garrigus going, I applaud him for trying to, you know, try, going through the hoops here, I guess, you yeah. know, for lack of a better word, to, to get over there to play. He has to look out for his own interests. I mean, is he a good player? Yes. Is he a journeyman? Yes. Can he win on the PGA Tour? Certainly. Any of them can. Will he? You know what? You look at the field week in and week out, my money would not be on Robert Garrigus. Sorry, Robert, but that's just reality. Yeah. yeah. If you can make a lot of money over there, go ahead. Now, would he want to come back here and maybe play on the Champions Tour at, after a certain point in time? I would have to think he would. Yeah, but that becomes a problem because they're a property of the PGA Tour. This is where it's called PGA Tour Champions. Right. <laughs> this is where he's looking for this release, probably so he could come back here. Now, along with Garrigus, there, as you know, there's been other names mentioned with this LIV tour. Yep, Kevin Oz, one of them. Bubba Watson. How old is? How old's Nah? I've lost track. It seems like he's been around forever. Forty-two, something like that. Westwood, and he'll. And you know what? He has no. He'll. He will never make a Presidents Cup or Ryder Cup team because he would have already been on one of those teams, and he should have been on the last Presidents yes. Cup. Yes. If I were him, I'd almost say, you know what? I'm now playing under the South Korean flag, and I'm playing the Presidents Cup. Yeah. For the international side. Yeah. Yeah. So you've got Westwood, forty-eight. Yep. Westwood's one of them. Poulter's 46. Yeah, give or take. How old's Bubba? Boy, he's another guy that's been around forever. He's in his boy, 40s. Boy, he's got to be. He's got to be. Yeah. These guys are these guys are pushing membership into the Champions Tour. Yep. Right? So it makes you wonder if that's the plan, is to just make a crap ton of money before, before the Champions Tour and then... Try to get back in for the Champions Tour. Well, you know, Poulter, you know, as we know, his Ryder Cup record and everything that goes along with that, you know, his uh, intensity in the Ryder Cup, and that, that's what he's associated with. He's not associated with winning on the PGA Tour, you know? Yeah. Um, at his age, 
I, I would be hard-pressed to think that he's going to make the next Ryder Cup team. He's not going to win on the PGA Tour anymore, yeah. I wouldn't think. I, again, I wouldn't put money on him. Uh, Westwood, same thing. Yeah. You he, know, had a, he had a couple of good events last year in 2021, but I haven't really... He didn't catch my attention in the Masters or at all this year so far in 2022. Maybe it's just me. No. You know, so was 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 that like, you know, was that it for him in 2021, where he's going to start going the other way? And here's the other aspect of all this this whole other tour thing too, and, and this whole contract or releases and stuff. How would it work the other way? Mm-hmm. If how would they be? How receptive would 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 uh, the other side, the Saudis, be to releasing guys to come back to the PGA Tour? I haven't got a clue. Nobody's talked. No about one's that talked at about all. that. I haven't seen anything about that. But it makes you wonder, like, okay, so they they get over there, and okay, whatever, something happens, and they want to get released. What's that process going to be like for getting released from the Saudi Golf League? I don't know. I would hope that Garrigus has looked into that. Yeah. That aspect. Yeah, like so. You know, there's, there's a, I mean, there's just so many unknown variables here. Well, it wasn't Kokrak's name mentioned at one point in time. Well, yeah, especially considering he's sponsored by Saudi Arabia. Yeah. I mean, it's on his golf bag. <laughs> Saudi golf or, or, or something to that effect. Yeah. Is Gary so, Player playing on that tour? Well, probably not. Why would you mention his name? Because he had the Saudi um, emblem on his right. collar at the Masters. I forgot about that. Yeah. You know, so I mean, like, I'm sure there's beautiful golf courses to play in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> well, a player knows how to play out of the sand. He doesn't know how to play out of the sand. And he's a wacko. He's no Seve. Oh, jeez. No Seve. Do I like Gary Player? No. I think he's a little full of himself. I was going to say, you know what? Like, I can't really tell if you do or don't. I don't, I don't you, warm you up to him. You like you're on the fence with him. I, n- I never warmed up to him. Never. Yeah. Sh- small man syndrome, I guess. Was he 5'2"? Whatever. On a stool. <laughs> with high heels on. With high heels on. Ooh. 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 Yeah. Stilettos. Like, eight-inch <laughs> heels. Ha, ha, ha. le Anyway. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, you know, there's a lot to think about when it comes to, uh, you know, everything happening happening in the golf world and everything that applies to the Saudi Golf League. There's just so many moving parts, you know, and, I mean, I think this is a great way to end this episode of T-Box Chatter. I got one question for you before we go, and I hope this leads into our next one. Sure. The Masters. Yeah. And also um, this last tournament that they played, the Heritage. Yep. What channel did you watch the tournament on? Uh, it would be the channel that is not the golf channel. I watched, Correct. I, I watched Sky Sports. So did I. I watched Sky Sports Golf all four days. First of all, <laughs> they showed... Every single guy tee off from 7.30 or whatever it was in the morning. Yeah. They cut right from the first tee. Yeah. You tune in. And I don't care if they're taking the feed from the Masters website. 
No. Or whatever. The point is, you're seeing more golfers hit golf shots. And you know where I'm going with this. Oh, probably the talent. The announcers. Yeah, the on-air talent. Give me, yeah. give me Laura Davies, Coltart, Doherty, any day of the week Rich over Beam. Rich Beam. Beamer, I mean, you know, and, oh. you know, for those that don't know, he's one of the voices for the uh, PGA Tour 2K21 uh, video game as well. He's one of the announcers, and uh, Luke Elvey, I think, is the other guy's name. Wouldn't you rather have those guys sitting here with us talking golf rather than Jim Nance and Nick Faldo and Gary Coke? And... Oh, he's your favorite, isn't he? Oh, you love You Lord. love a little bit of Coca-Cola. Those guys are awful. The only Coke that you like is if there's bourbon with it. Oh, yeah. Rum, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the, oh, They're awful. Podcast is horrible. I can't watch the Golf Channel. No. I, I can't. No. I mean, my wife, she would attest. Like, it... It's on, like, not a whole lot. Oh, and there's another one. Super She's sports. currently shaking her head no as Super we speak. Super Sports Golf. So I forgot. You know, I haven't, I haven't put on that channel. I have oh. it on the Android box, but I haven't put it on yet. Baby, you got to watch that one. Super Sports? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh. Yep. you got to watch that also. Okay. I'll Nick get that Doherty, Nick Doherty and Lord Davies. They're awesome. Best. Yeah. They're awesome. Like... And don't get me wrong, you know, I mean, I love Karen Stupples, but she's just on the LPGA yeah. events. Yeah. You know, and that's the funny thing. I prefer the, the, the on-air personalities, the on-course commentary from, from on the Golf Channel for the LPGA events. Grant Boone. Yeah, Grant Boone. Yeah. Um, you Terry know, Grant Gannon. Boone. Uh, yeah, and then, of course, Karen Stupples. Yep. Absolutely. You know, but these other guys, man. Morgan Pressel. Morgan, she's great. Yeah, yeah. She's great. I love I, I love Morgan on the air. She's yeah. awesome. Yep. Even Christina Kim when she's been on the air, uh, you know, for oh. different things. I love Christina Kim. So do I. Yeah. You know. Yep. And then of course we'll cover this next week, but yes. you know, j- just to you know finish things off, they announced another match. Oh yeah. So we won't really get into that. No. But I think it's definitely time for a change. And you know what? This week's conversation can actually tie into that one next week. Uh, I had a thought about about that too. But uh, yeah, some of the names that we're seeing. Uh, Tom Brady. Well, we've never seen him play uh, golf Josh before. Allen. Josh Allen. Uh, Mahomes. And uh, is it Rogers again? Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. I mean, it's getting old. Yeah. It's getting old. So, anyways, we're going to sign off today. So, everyone out there, have a great golf week. Uh, Hopefully, you can uh, tee it up and hit them straight and long. Or just straight. Straight's good. It's always good. Always be in the fairway. Stay in the short grass. But, anyways, until we talk to you again, it's Alex and Doug from Tee Box Chatter. Take care, stay safe, and we'll see you on the next tee. Done. Done. Great. Done, done. Now done. Now done. Now done. No. Oh, stop. Now done.